Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're very excited to bring you our annual supersized Megan and Wendy approved episode. I like these episodes. Me too. Today's going to look a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Format's going to be a little different. A little housekeeping before we jump into our year-end wrap-up. This will be our last brand new episode of the year, but... For the next couple weeks, we will be dropping some fan favorite encore presentation episodes. Maybe you've heard them before. Maybe you haven't. But it's been long enough since their release that maybe you want to give another listen and it'll feel new to you. Right. Feels new to me when I listen to them. (laughs) But that is not a wrap on Long Story Short Productions as a whole. We do still have two more weeks of episodes on our sister podcast, Girls Gone Hallmark. I like that you just called it a sister podcast. If you haven't given those episodes a listen, we'd love to have you over there. They're a good time, even if you don't watch Hallmark movies. Have you ever listened to a podcast discussing something that you have not consumed? A show, a movie? Are you asking me that? Yeah. Uh, Of course. Yeah. Yes, all the time. Like, we listen to Jeff Lewis live all the time. He talks about horror films. That movie Barbarian, (laughs) which has piqued my interest. I was like, Wait, do I want to watch that? Yes, of course. Maybe we should watch it when we're in Denver. Scary. Okay. I know, but... I'm glad we're not in an Airbnb in Denver. Did I just suggest going on vacation to watch a movie? (laughs) One of my favorite vacation activities is like nighttime TV watching, like when our day is over. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like the nightlife, guys. Oh, like you're dragging me out to bar hop in Denver? Not doing that. No, (laughs) especially if it's 15 degrees out. No, we will be nice and cozy in our hotel room doing facials and (gasps) eating snacks and watching TV. Yes, we got to pack the good snacks. It's just about hanging out and getting away from everything. It's going to be, it's, I'm very much looking forward to our trip away. So am I. We also, over on Girls Gone Hallmark, will be counting on Also, on Girls Gone Hallmark, we will be counting down our top five movies of the year pre-countdown to Christmas. The non-holiday movies. That will happen the last week of the month, the week between Christmas and New Year's. So if you want to know our surprise thoughts on what our top five movies of the year follow along over there. There's going to be some schedule changes in the new year. We just want you to take note. If if Tuesday comes along and you're looking for Long Story Short with Megan and Wendy and it's not there... Hold tight. It's going to be there on Thursdays. So we are moving this show to Thursdays to accommodate some Girls Gone Hallmark stuff. So in your podcast feeds, you can find Girls Gone Hallmark on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yes. And long story short, on Thursdays. We're not going anywhere. We did briefly consider cutting the number of long story short episodes. And I was like, you're crazy. Why would we do that? Yeah, the podcast is doing better than ever. Yeah, so she's trying to take the advice of my husband, who... We're actually taking advice of both of our husbands in our programming. (laughs) (laughs) They got business degrees. They made some suggestions. (laughs) We do have one more episode coming to Patreon this month, so if you're a Patreon subscriber, you you can look forward to that. And if you're not a Patreon subscriber, give yourself an early holiday gift and spend $5 a month on yourself to get bonus content from us. Outside of the podcast, you can always follow us 
throughout the holidays and beyond. We are at Megan and Wendy on Instagram and TikTok, but we're also at Girls Gone Hallmark on Instagram. Not something we talk about a lot on this podcast, but Wendy's killing it over there Mm. in a serious uh, twist of... I don't mean you're doing well is the twist. I mean, (laughs) Wendy's like... What I mean is, if you knew us behind the scenes, I think you might be surprised that Wendy's the force behind Girls Gone Hallmark, given that she's the Hallmark hater. Oh, yeah, that is kind of funny, that's, right? That's all I mean. That is funny. I thought it was because I don't like... No, no, no. no. There was no negative doing intent. Doing anything. It was just... It was just amusing to me. In fact, I've shown my face over there. I on- <laughs> know more than ever on our long story short, Megan and Wendy Instagram, which we've had for years. Yeah. Sorry. I, I love just, it. You know, we got to split the workload here. There's only two of us and there's two shows. So what are we going to do? So a couple years ago, we started the tradition of what we call our supersized Megan and Wendy approved. And it's not just a long list of products. It's, it's bigger than that. It's categorized, man. It's a year end wrap up. And now this is our third year running of doing Supersize Megan and Wendy Approve. And it's just a nice way to wrap the year. We've made some changes to the categories this year. Some old faithfuls stuck around. Mm-hmm. Some were removed. Some mm-hmm. new ones. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's start with something easy. Okay. What was your favorite show or favorite shows of the year? Oh, we could have put multiple? Well, last year I had multiple. I have four this year. Oh, well, Fooey, I think you need to go first because I only put one. I couldn't possibly narrow it down. Okay. Before. All right. And I had a hard time remembering, but I went back through our Pop Culture Club episode show notes. Smart. To remind myself what I had watched. And I would say my favorite shows of the year. I will say last year I said Hacks was one of my favorite shows and Never Have I Ever. By the way, those are repeat favorites, but mm-hmm. I didn't add them to the list. This year, Abbott Elementary. Oh, yeah, that is one of your favorites. Julia. That was a great show, too. The Rehearsal, purely for its wild and crazy format. I, that is a show that I want to go back and watch. You should. It's the kind of show that makes you think afterwards. You want to know all the things about it. And finally, Love is Blind for the two seasons <laughs> of joy and entertainment it brought me this year. Love is Blind. We did talk about it a lot this year. And I it's one of those shows that the second new episodes were dropping, I was watching it. I know. I agree, but I'm in the same boat. However, you know, I forget who the people are as soon as the show's over. So, like, I can't go, yeah, that was a highlight this year because I don't remember who. In the moment, it was a highlight. Did what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my favorite TV show, I only picked one, is the same as last year. It's currently airing on HBO Max. It's the Sex Lives of College Girls. That's a great one. I just think it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's super inappropriate at times, but it's really funny. Yeah, but honestly, is it any more appropriate than anything else on HBO or... No, it's not. I mean, it's not family-friendly watching. It is. It's a great, 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 highly entertaining show. Yes. Makes you want to go back to college and be friends with these girls. It does. I feel real sad. I'm like, I wish I had the college. Ex- I mean, I went to college, but I didn't have that kind of college right. experience. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway. A, it makes me happy. It's a good show. If you haven't watched it, it's mid-season two right now. Go back and catch up. What was your favorite Instagram account of the year? Well, this is somebody I came across midsummer i think uh-huh. her the instagram account is called at cass makes home c-a-s-s makes home her name is cass smith 
She does home and DIY stuff. And the reason I like this Instagram account is because she's all self-taught. Yes. And he like shared her this summer and that's how I started following her. But she was, um, she got a sponsorship with like Tough Shed or something mm. like that. And then like made a full like workshop for herself in the backyard. Yeah. And a she shed. Yes. But it was like the shell of it. And then she did all this like interior work yes. and it was just so freaking awesome. And there's a part of me that wishes like in another life that I was like a contractor or that I uh -huh. knew how to do that uh -huh. stuff. Uh -huh. And watching her, she's like a mom of two girls and like is very busy and, and she does all this really cool stuff. And I'm like, I can do that too. Mm -hmm. It's very like aspirational. Sure. I want to also add though, that she chronicled her mom's journey with early onset Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Her mom passed just a couple weeks ago, actually, but it was really kind of sad and also educational mm. to me. And I will tell you why, because sometime this year, and I often make like jokes about my own memory loss. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not really that funny. And like, especially when like people are suffering. Sure. So anyway. It gave it, you some perspective. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm a little embarrassed to share mine with your deep thoughts there, but... <laughs> My favorite Instagram account is, this was hard to choose, is uh, things I bought and liked. Okay, what's wrong with that? I, I love the hell out of it. Here's what I like about it. One, she doesn't take any sponsorships. Of course, she's raking in the affiliate income, as she should. Mm -hmm. But she genuinely is only sharing stuff she has used and loved, much like our approved section, mm -hmm. right? And she lets you know when something doesn't make the cut and when something does. She's kind of a bougie lady, so some of her... Her products are on the higher end, but she also is quick to acknowledge when, like, you don't need to buy the fancy version of this thing. Oh, I like that. If you follow her, you know that she very recently, for Giving Tuesday, repeated her activity from last year where she collected teacher wish lists into a database and encouraged not only the casual viewer to donate, but she really just bullied the hell out of big brands I in love their that. DMs and she posted them and they would come in and say, we're here to clear 10 lists. And she's like, yeah, I think you can do 15. And she did it in a really funny way. And she acknowledged that these big brands have big budgets. And she's like, there are people out here who are giving of their out of their pockets. It's heartwarming. She's really funny. I enjoy her recommendations. I have to go back and scroll through for gift ideas and hmm. things I want for myself particularly. Can I do an addition to here? Sure. Can I do a TikTok account? Okay. Are you nervous? No. Look, this is really embarrassing, okay? But there is a TikToker that I can't stop watching. She is a 21-year-old college senior. Oh my God. She has one million. Bama talk. No. Is she, she does go to the University of Alabama. Oh, my God. She has 1 million TikTok followers, and she has said that while she's graduating with a degree in communications, her job is going to be TikTok. She's like, I make more money doing that than I could ever make using my actual degree. Wow. But she is finishing her degree. Her name's Darcy McQueenie on TikTok, mm -hmm. and here's – could not be more different from my own life. Like, I wasn't a sorority girl. I wasn't posting about, like – I can't wait to get blackout drunk tonight. It's very amusing to me. I'm 43 years old and boring. She does get ready with me. She sh shops her ass off. Mm. You know, she's like, here's my $1,000 Amazon haul every what? single month. What? 
girl owns more Lululemon than I could ever imagine. She talks in a really monotone voice. Mm-hmm. There's something about her that I find super charming. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch this girl get ready to go out. And I want to know what Four loco she's drinking tonight. <laughs> fully escapist. It's good for you, Darcy. still, I thought they like banned Four loco. Maybe not in Bama. Oh, yeah. Because wow. she's like, I'm drinking the red Four loco tonight. I'm going to have to watch. She, she brings me a lot of joy. Okay. Okay. Favorite podcast slash radio show of the year. Of the year. No surprise. We talk about them all the time. I think we even mentioned them in this episode. Jeff Lewis live on Sirius XM. Same. And he's both a podcast and a radio show. Yeah. I mean, he's not making exclusive podcasts. He should do Patreon. Don't you think so? I bet he would make a ton of money. Totally think he could have his own podcast or Shane could have his own podcast. Oh, they did hint at Shane getting a show. On XM? You should have a show called Shout Out Shane. Who's going to listen to that? Everybody. You would listen to that? I don't think I'm the audience. I would listen every once in a while, but I do think there's like a younger, hipper audience. Oh, okay. You don't, like, don't you want to call in and have him go like, shout out Megan? Yeah. You know how uncomfortable call-ins make me. Okay. Well, this is a fun new addition. Yes. This is our favorite live show of the year. Why are you cringing? Because it was hard for me to pick. Oh, me too. It was really hard for me to pick. Me too. And I'm opting not to pick my number one favorite show of live show of the season. I'm not sharing it here today. I'm picking the runner up. Why? Because the favorite live show that I went to is an artist who has been charged with sexual assault <laughs> since then. So uh, I- so what was your second favorite live show of the year? My favorite live show of the year was Billie Eilish. Oh. At the Forum. Good one. Such a good show. And it feels kind of memorable because it was the first concert that my daughter and I went to together this year, which kind of like kicked off like a bunch of other, you know, dates and stuff that we went to. So it was so entertaining Mm -hmm. and so, so good. How about you? Well, I have a hard time choosing also. Like we saw a lot of fun shows this year. You know, I'm not going to pick the House of Blues. <laughs> but I did actually pick Garth Brooks in Utah. Oh, my favorite man. live show of the year. Honestly, didn't even think about that. That was something you and I did. It was such a good show. I had to scroll back through my Ticketmaster past events to remember where I had been. <laughs> Moving on to movies. Do you have a favorite from this year? I had a hard time choosing. Mm-hmm. I think I only went to the movie theater twice Mm -hmm. which i enjoy going to the movie theater with the exception i do have like ptsd adjacent like i get worried about like stuff happening at movie theaters Mm -hmm. and so i can never like fully like you know immerse myself into the like experience Uh so i had to think about the movies i've watched at home and the two movies that i saw in theater and i ended up picking the Don't Worry Darling movie Great with choice. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde and yeah. Florence Pugh. Now that I've seen that, were you like covering your daughter's eyes during some of those opening sexy scenes? Was it sexy scenes? I don't even remember. But I, I really like the movie. And the reason I picked the movie is because, one, it was like so visually stunning. And like uh-huh. it has like made a core memory for me for some reason. Like it, it was just so pretty to look at. And I like the story, and it's the it's one that I keep thinking about mm-hmm. and saying like I want to go back and rewatch this now, knowing the end of it, just to see if I can pick up anything else. Yeah, I, know. 
I think I think the thing about that movie is if it hadn't had so much hype around the promo, mm-hmm. people would have liked it more. But then mm-hmm. they felt like they couldn't like it because they were like, I'm not supposed to like Harry Styles. Well, I think moment. the fandom, the Harry fandom, too, is like, oh, Olivia Wilde, uh, we can't support her. You know, so she th- took our boy away from yeah, us. Yeah, I think it that has something mm. to do with that. I actually found Harry Styles enjoyable in this movie. Me too. Um, I found Olivia Wilde enjoyable in this movie, and I found Florence Pugh enjoyable. You know who I didn't like, though? Chris Pine. He was such a creep in this movie. He was a creep, but he played a really great creep. I know, but he just is creepy to me in general. What did you pick? Well, I cheated again, but let me tell you, I didn't see a lot of movies in theaters this year. The two movies that I saw in theaters were both on opening weekend, both seen in private theaters rented out by friends. Oh, you're so fancy. And both <laughs> like in assigned costume wear. So here's our two movies. Mm-hmm. First is Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I saw that movie in theater. You did? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was... Hey, the scenes were really shot for so action packed yeah. and fun to watch as, you know, a fan of the original. I think it's better than the original. Really fun, enjoyable, high stakes movie. My friend that planned it, her husband had shirts made. They delivered aviator glasses to everyone. So everyone showed up matching to the event. That's cute. Then the following weekend, another sequel, Downtown Abbey, colon, A New Era. We dressed in 1920s cocktail wear. They had like a cocktail party before the movie. I don't know if I saw a picture of you. What did you wear? I wore like a black dress and a little thing on your feathery head. head. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got into it. Anyway, that was fun. You know, I kind of liked that movie better than the first one. It was like going back and seeing old friends. So those are my two favorites for the year. That's awesome. Let's move on to books. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy made an addition to this category. I did. It's so funny because when I the category came up, I was like... <laughs> I don't read books. And then I thought about, I have read a lot of, well, listened, but I have yes consumed a lot of books this year. So I picked a fiction and nonfiction book. Okay. First up for me is one that you made me read, and it's called The Idea of You by Robin Lee. Uh, yeah, that one sticks with you. Talk about sexy. Yeah. I got to give you some new recommendations. That are I mean, adjacent to like that kind of book, because yeah. I, th- I think I like consuming smutty books apparently yeah I get mean, into it i'm just gonna get yourself a kindle in. unlimited subscription and lean right into that man I'm, i think i'm just going to have to i've got some suggestions in that department okay should i write yeah uh, smutty like books smutty for you books to read. beginner post yes i love it <laughs> yes please will you please and i think you need to title it just like that because that's what people are looking for yeah yes sexy books okay sexy books for the housewife they are making a movie What's the latest on that? I know I know um Anne Hathaway isn't it? Yes. But who is the male co-star? Nicholas Galitzine. He stars opposite Sophia Carson in the Netflix feature film Purple Hearts. No. Nope. He was in Cinderella in 2021. He was also in Red, White and Royal Blue. Is that coming out? I know that's like one of your favorite he, books. Um the movie has not been released yet, but mm. he plays Prince Henry in Red, White, and Royal Blue. Uh, I could say he's going to have 
to sell me. He's not who I envisioned in the role. Me neither. But, but. Me neither. I will say, let me say this. I am in a, the idea of you Facebook group that I joined after I read the book. I'm not active in the group anymore, but every time, Mm -hmm. every once in a while, the posts pop up and it got active again once the movie was in production and people really shit all over some of the casting to the point that the author of the book who created the group left the group. She was like, Oh, this is no longer a healthy place for me to be. Oh yeah. And I have to assume that it had something to do with that. Do you think she had anything to do with casting? I don't know, but this is, whether she did or not, I feel like all of that negative attention, people need to just just let it be what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, you had your vision. I actually think Anne Hathaway will be great. I like Anne Hathaway. As Sorry, Sumi. The other day, oh, my daughter read The Princess Diaries. And she was like, does she have other books? And I was like, well, yes, but also there's a movie that you should watch because I really oh, enjoyed that movie. Yeah, so anyway, great choice. I have discussed this book on the podcast. It is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. I really loved the hell out of this book. It's sci-fi though, right? No, 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 no. It is two. uh, They've been friends since childhood. They reconnect in college. They develop video games. They have this like business partnership. And it follows both of their lives as they intertwine with each other and as they're separate and they both have complicated lives. Um, They are video game developers, which was a super fascinating thing to Mm. read about. It is a really beautiful story of their friendship, of their lives. They're very complicated. I highly recommend it. Okay. What's your nonfiction book of the year? It is called I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, I need to read that. Thank you. Yeah, it was, um, it's real triggering if you have ever struggled with or experienced uh, eating disorder. So I would maybe not recommend it for anybody who has experience with that. But it's, you know, it's about, not about her like coming up as a child actor, but that plays a big part of it. But it's mostly about like her relationships with her mom and her relationship with eating and her relationships romantically yeah so i really enjoyed it well when wendy suggested that we include nonfiction books in our list this year i thought well that's going to be a problem because as i mentioned heavy on the smut light on the nonfiction. <laughs> i went back through my goodreads and uh i did in last week's pop culture club episode mention that i read the stephanie madoff mac a memoir. That's not my favorite book of the year. Tough race. Only two books. I chose Rebecca Wolf's memoir, All of This, which is basically the year of her life in which her husband is diagnosed with terminal pancreatic cancer and how that affected her life. It is very raw about her marriage, about losing a spouse, about life after losing a spouse. I, I almost felt a little voyeuristic reading it. A hundred percent. I will say I did get an advanced copy of that book and was very much interested in reading that story as someone who had followed her online. Yeah, you don't have to be a follower of Rebecca Wolf to appreciate the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. New edition this year. Yeah. We had beauty product of the year on the list in the past, but this year we've broken it down. We have. What's your skincare product of the year? You know, it's it's something I've used throughout the year, but has 
come in real strong for me in the last couple of weeks, and it is the Mighty Patch Micropoint for blemishes. Oh, my yes. chin has been breaking out like uh-huh. a teenager. Uh-huh. I don't know what is happening. Yeah, like why are you doing that? It's real frustrating. Yeah. And the Micropoint ones, those are for like the big bad boys that are like underneath the skin that you don't want to touch because they're only going to get worse. Yeah. And the you put that patch on and it has like these micro fine needles that like poke in there and mm-hmm. deliver the medicine. You wear it all night long. Yeah. I sometimes wear it during the day when I'm at home. And they come out, you wake up and they're flat? Flatter? They come out treated. It's not like an overnight success. Yeah. But definitely heads and tails. Different. What, well, do, you, what do you have? Uh, well... It's not exciting, but I use it every day as of a month ago. And it is the Vanacream Daily Facial Moisturizer. <laughs> it's great. Vanicrine. It is a great drugstore moisturizer with a terrible name, but it feels so good on your skin, especially when the weather's dry. But I just, I just really get into it. I'm like, oh, it's so nice to put on after I wash my face. I you, love it you so should much. see the, the theatricals that it's are, so like, theatrics good. that are happening right now. It's good. I'm curious... To check in on you during the summer months. Yeah, I might switch to something lighter. Yeah, I think it will be too heavy for you in this in the summertime. Yeah, I might go back to my my CeraVe moisturizer. Yeah. No, but it's great for the winter, man. All right, let's talk makeup. What's your fave? This is so everything that you're against because it costs way too much money. It is the Tartlet Tubing Mascara. I am not opposed to buying. No, 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 no. Look, I have said in the past. Drugstore is where it's at. For mascara. Yes, for mascara. If you find the mascara that works for you and stays in place all day, then go for it. Yeah. So tell me about it. I don't know. It just, I <laughs> I got a sample. No, somebody was talking about it on Instagram, of course, because I'm easily influenced. Yeah. And I ended up purchasing like a travel size like a tiny one because i wasn't gonna spend full 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 size price like you never know i always end up looking like a raccoon if i don't wear like a waterproof mascara Mm -hmm. this i don't believe is waterproof but my eyelashes are so weak they're so tiny and little Mm -hmm. and i just need to give it a little bit of oomph so i bought myself an eyelash curler yeah and this mascara and i like what it does for me Mine is the entirely too long named L'Oreal Paris True Match Hyaluronic Tinted Serum Makeup Skincare Hybrid. What is that? It's a have you talked about it? Not on the podcast. I told you about it. Oh, I have a hard time finding a shade available in stores. (laughs) That is the challenge. I also have a hard time finding it. It's why I'm not currently using it because I'm out of it. I've purchased it twice. I would say a light coverage. Mm-hmm. It still looks like skin underneath. Mm-hmm. It's a real nice finish on. Nice for mature skin. We're mm-hmm. both in our 40s. I can't. I'm you know, in my late 40s. You know, I watch these TikTokers and they're like, this looks great. I'm like, everything looks good when you are 21 years old, friend. And they don't have like crow's feet <laughs> or dark circles. Yeah, I'm like, what? Everything looks good on your face. Enjoy it while it lasts. I love it. I recommend it. It is a little bit pricey for a drugstore foundation. It's like $15, mm-hmm. but I think it's worth it. I mean, I feel like you get your money's worth you, if you use it every single day. Right. I don't have a problem spending $15 on a foundation. The only thing I don't like about it is because it's a serum foundation. It comes with like mm. a dropper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate that. I'm like, put a pump on it. 
You gotta put it in your hands and then that's how you apply it. Or what do you? How do you? I do just it? put it on the back of my hand and then pick it up with a beauty blender. Uh, that's yeah. how I do all my foundation. Do you have a hair product you love? I do, and I'm a little bit embarrassed. And also, I think I'm an evil genius. <laughs> it's the L'Oreal Paris Magic Root Cover Up, and let me tell you what I use it for. Why are you making that face? No, oh, I'm excited to hear how you use it. I first came across this product. In 2020, when I was not visiting a salon and my roots were way crazy, so I used it to cover up grays. But I'm going to show Megan. My hair is real thin up here. Like, you can see through it. Are you doing the John Cryer thicken your hair with the spray? Yes, ma'am, I am. (laughs) I didn't know John Cryer did this. He sprayed on his hair, yeah. Okay, so what I just do is because sometimes I find like around, where is this part? What's the crown? Sure. Or is this the crown? Oh, yeah, around your hairline. Around my hairline on my forehead. It can look very thin sometimes, especially when my color has grown out a little bit. Uh And so I'll just put that in, give it just a little bit Uh and just... Give it a little bit of depth so it doesn't okay. look like, here's this like old lady with her hair hairline. Yes. Are you making fun of me? I'm not. I think it's great. I have such anxiety. And about, it makes you feel better when you do it that. It makes me feel so much better. Yeah. You guys, I am 47, post-menopausal. Like, I have no estrogen in my body because of cancer. And my hair is thinning at a rapid rate. Do you need Nutrafol? Is that a hair? I have looked into it. Currently, right now, I have something else that I said I will not buy Nutrafol until I finish this other product first. It's like a shark cartilage supplement. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I'm trying to hold on to this hair. I have been bald. I don't want to be bald again. Thank you very much. I hear you. Okay. I like your hack. Thanks. I have two... Only because one's a high-end product and I feel bad about that. The high-end is the Way Hair Oil. I am out of it currently. But I bought the travel size over the summer and just finished it. So, I mean, I don't use it every day, but I just like to put it on my ends. Or after I curl my hair, I put it in my hands and then run my hair through it to like loosen up the curls. Just makes my hair shiny and smooth. Mm -hmm. The other from the drugstore is the Head & Shoulders Scalp Scrub. Oh, I have questions. If you use like a lot of dry shampoo or volumizing products, your hair feels kind of gross. And I need to get in there and exfoliate. So how I use it is I like will do like a, I'll part my hair. This is a real visual moment. You can't see it, but I'll part my hair and I'll kind of like squeeze it along the part. Yeah. And do it along several sections of my hair. And I just get in there and scrub, scrub, scrub. I like the delivery system of this one because there's a lot of scrubs that come in a jar. I'm like, how am I supposed to get that big old glop on your Yeah, I need the squeezy tube so I can squeeze it right on my scalp. I have purchased that item too, based on your recommendation. And that's the problem I have is like, I'll, I will also go down like the hair, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I find like, I do a couple spaces and then I'm like, "Eh, it's all over the place. And so then I just wash it out. It's not like you're getting like a scrub on every inch of your head. I do find myself using a lot of products to get it as much in many places as I want it to be. Yeah. And then you shampoo after. But no, it's because there's hair all over your scalp. Yeah. It's not like you can exfoliate your face in the same right. way you can exfoliate your scalp. But exactly. It is of the scalp exfoliators the best one I've used. <laughs> Up next, we have a new category, a can't live without it product for house and home. What do you have? Mine is not. Well, Okay. You know, I'm in my car so much, right? Oh, 
So my item is the Colgate Max Fresh Wisp Disposable Mini Toothbrushes. Mm -hmm. Please don't come mm -hmm. for me because these are a disposable item that are probably not great for the environment. Mm -hmm. But I am in my car so much because I drive, drive, drive so much. For... And then you have lunch here and then you got to go pick up your daughter and then you got to take her to sports and you're not going home and your mouth feels kind of unfresh. Yes, ma'am. So I just brush my teeth in the car with these little wispy things and they are fan-freaking-tastic. I love them. We... A couple years ago, did a two-week road trip, and I put them in my, like, in my backpack that stayed with me at all times. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it increased my enjoyment of this trip so much because, <laughs> you know, like, you eat in the car, and then you go. You yeah, do things, you're, like, you gross. You feel gross. Yeah. So just wisp, wisp, wisp. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah. I will also say like a second runner up, but this is another thing I've now put in my car is the disposable flossers. Oh, me too. Because, you know, I find, I find that I floss my teeth a whole lot more when I'm in the car than I would do at home. Nothing else to do. Not while we're like flying down the freeway, guys, when we're sitting in no, a car no, 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 waiting no. for our kids yes, to come out. Exactly. And we're texting them like, I'm here. Uh -huh. Let's go, please. Totally. Well, can I alleviate your environmental guilt with one of my own? This is not a product I'm sharing. But earlier this year, I talked about my journey to wanting to be a better flosser because mm -hmm. last summer I spent a freaking fortune on dental work mm -hmm. and I have become a better flosser. And I was like, I'm going to buy cocoa floss because all the influencers are telling me I hate cocoa floss <laughs> i told you it's i hate garbage. it so much i i i use most of it and finally i was like i can't do it anymore i hate sticking my fingers in my mouth when my thumb bumps up against the inside of the roof of my mouth when i'm flossing my whole body shivers oh interesting so i have gone back to using the disposable flossers because they are the only thing that i can floss with and here is how i justify it tell me gum health is linked to heart health something has got to give the choice for me is it's a choice between the environment or my own personal oral hygiene and heart health. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Sometimes something's got to give. My can't live without a product. Is it, what? If you've been around. I've talked about it so many times. I made TikToks about it. I made Instagram stories about it. I really need the people from OxyClean to oh. come to me to be their spokesperson because we are never without the Odor Blasters product. You know, I got to tell you, I've tried looking for that and can't source it really sometimes in my target so i bought something like similar mm. that i've been using but i gotta get some of that well my target sells it they sell it at home depot of all places you can get it on amazon you can get it anywhere i just add a scoop to my regular laundry i don't do any pre-soak or any like i don't it's not adding multiple steps sometimes i'll add like a pre-soak setting on the laundry to let it like soak in but it's not like i'm filling the washer with water adding the oxyclean let it soak none of that i'm incredibly lazy you just like dump it in when you just dump it dump in it in yeah and it gets the stink out musty towels gym clothes dirty sports uniforms boom i love it you use it like in every wash every, every load? single load if i've got a really stinky load if i'm like oh these towels are gross i dump a full scoop in mm. but other than that every single load just because things are stinky and you never know when something's going to be stinky. Is this like a new product? I mean, I've been using it for like a year and a half. So I know, that but new. like, I mean, an expansion of the OxyClean brand. I don't know. How's it different from regular old OxyClean? I don't, I don't know that. Okay. I just know that it's great. It just works. It just works. Yes. Next up, a new category is new to me, a product, a routine, an activity that we love. Do What's you yours? to go? I do. Oh, super exciting. It's Red Bull. <laughs> Would you call that new? Well, there was a time. 
it was honestly, it was like 15 years ago, yeah. more than that. It was before I was pregnant. I was real into Jessica Simpson and on her show, drank a lot of sugar-free Red Bull. Okay. And, you know, I'm a crazy fan, so I drank a lot of sugar-free Red Bull. So it's a rediscovery. It's a full rediscovery. Yes. Are you drinking sugar-free no, Red No, I drink now? the regular kind now oh, yeah. because I don't like aspartame. Sure. And I'm pretty sure it's made with some sort of, like, sugar substitute. Yeah. And I don't like that. Give but me the real thing. Corn syrup just, all the way, baby. Yeah. I was just fully having a moment, like, from Mean Girls where she's like... Regina wore this, so I wear, or I or Katie wear. Do you know what I'm talking about? I honestly haven't seen that movie in so so long. You're missing out. Okay, so yeah, Red Bull gives me wings. Well, uh, quite opposite of your Red Bull. My new to me is my walking desk setup, and I love it. <laughs> it's a, it is a journey. It is a real journey this year. Uh, it belongs in our 2022 year end wrap up because Absolutely. it has been through it. We can close the chapter on it until she's like, I got to get rid of this bitch. How do I get rid of it? How am I getting it downstairs? Who's going to take it? Oh, yeah. I'm just throwing it out the window. Uh, <laughs> I'm less worried about getting rid of it, it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I will move out of this house and leave it behind, honestly. Mm. is probably what will happen. But I almost got rid of it. And I'm just so glad that I found a way that it works yes. for me. Yes. I'm glad. I'm super happy for Me you. Me too. Because when you were like, I have buyer's remorse, I was like, no. Yeah. And I tried to return it and they're like, sure. But first of all, it's a 25% restocking fee. Plus oh my God. The cost of shipping is more than the actual no. item itself. And I was like, well, we're going to make it work. And make <laughs> it work, we did. <laughs> make it work. How often are you on it per week? Honestly, a couple days a week. That's great. It is a great. We traveled a bit this year. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite destination of 2022? It is maybe a surprise, maybe not. Birmingham, Michigan. It's so funny. I totally forgot. I was thinking about that in our earlier conversation uh-huh. about concerts, how uh-huh. much you liked that destination. It was so much fun. My daughter and I went to go see a concert, and with it came a stay in cute little town of Birmingham. I just loved it. They had good shopping, good food, nice people. Yeah, yeah. that was a total surprise. Like, as far as you knew, you were checking in the hotel and staying at the hotel all day because there wasn't going to be anything to yeah, do. Yeah, and it was this adorable downtown with, like, great shopping. And was it walkable from where you were staying? Or did yes. You, it oh. was, like, on the hotel was on the corner. Oh, that's and such two a doors down was Lululemon or whatever. I just, you know, sure. there was a Lululemon there. But um, so much fun. And then we drove out to where the concert was and yeah. did our concert thing. Met somebody I know online. I remember that. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was really fun. And we flew first class because I had miles. It was an experience. It was just a memorable weekend for my daughter and I. Yeah, fun. Loved it. Loved it. Speaking of weekends, we did a lot of real mellow trips this year, like rent a house, stay in one place. We went to Stowe, Vermont for some fall foliage this year, which we as a family have been trying to make happen and finally Mm. made it a three-day weekend. We flew to Vermont. That's on a red long eye. trip for three days. It is. We like to, we like to pack it in. Mm. My husband is very much like, let's get in and get out. It was really our only option. Yeah. But it was enough time. We flew in on a red eye. We went to an, uh, an apple cider farm, had apple cider donuts. We went to the Ben and Jerry's factory home. That's fun. We went on hikes. We drove wooded roads. My husband imagined what it would be like to live there. And I quickly shut that down because it's a little bit too remote for me. 
too remote and too cold. Yes. Now he thinks, oh, the snow would be fun. And I think living in California, we have that feeling of like, oh, it'd be nice to live somewhere. There are seasons. And I do think it would be nice to get a little bit of season. I don't think he's prepared for you. Walk outside and your face hurts. It's so cold. Oh, no. Uh, He told my husband at your holiday party that Vermont was not an option because it was too cold. That's good. I did tell you that he, when we go to Denver next weekend. Oh, yeah, I told you to he take want, me house hunting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we don't have a car. I'm not going to pay an Uber to drive us around so we can look at houses. <laughs> can you just cruise down the street here so we can like look at these houses? That'd be great. That's really funny. I think he thinks if you're on board, I'm more on board. Well, I'm not on board. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> I just want to get my kids through school here. Then we can talk. Agree. Yeah. Our last two questions are new additions, and we're going to go a little bit deeper, although not really. <laughs> I'd like to give credit to at definitely RA on Instagram, who we borrowed these questions from. She does a 20 questions year-end wrap-up. All of her questions are available on her Instagram account, and she has Instagram story templates, so you can add in your own. And we borrowed a couple. Mm-hmm. First up is, what do you want next year that you didn't have this year? Let's I'm embarrassed to admit it, but Tell I would me. love if we had an assistant. Yes. And it's not even me. It's we. I don't need an assistant. No, 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 we. no. We. not picking up your dry cleaning. No. I need to do that. I need an assistant to do this back end stuff. Scheduling podcast guests. Yeah. And- doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, who has, like, knowledge of it, not just, like, some bozo we pick up on the street. <laughs> who has, like marketing experience i have had an assistant on my vision board for a while and let me tell you you have a vision board a mental vision okay okay. (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say who are you turning into wendy what i want next year that we didn't have this year in all caps success let's scale this bitch you mean that most lovingly right I'm not calling you bitch. I'm calling you the long story short <laughs> enterprise bitch. Let's scale this bitch. I love it. Word of the year. Words of the Words. Phrase. Phrase of the year. Yeah. I'm going to have Jenny Canzanieri hand letter that for me. I'm going to frame it. Yep. Above my desk. So I see it when I'm walking every day. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're on the road. Yeah. We're kicking ass success. right now. Honestly. Yeah, guys. That's not a joke. It's not. It sounds like one. Did you hear me laugh? No, no. you are. Now you are. <laughs> no, that's the truth. And that's 100% due to the people that are listening. I know. Please tell the friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Our final question is, what are you most proud of this year? Mm-hmm. Mine really is in the same vein. Sure. Me too. I think it might be the same thing. I think we really committed to long story short as a whole. I think so, too. Encompassed by Girls Gone Hallmark, bringing it off into its own home. I think so, too. I think that we're doing a really good job. I truly am excited. Me, too. Like, I think we're doing... I feel like a real asshole sitting here going, I think we're doing a really good job. If you're not going to be your own biggest cheerleader, who is? I know. How can you expect anybody else to be? I know. I know. And I, there is something coming over me that's saying, like, we need to put this stuff out into the universe. We Absolutely. want an assistant. Yo, we need an assistant. Who wants to work for free? And- <laughs> no, 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 no. We will not. We will be paying an assistant when the time comes. Do we need an actual vision board? Perhaps. Oh, I can't wait. Because maybe it will come true course it's coming true okay hey thank you so much for listening to this episode and previous episodes of the podcast we wouldn't be here if nobody was listening 
Maybe we would just make this every week. Yeah. Look, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We will be leaving all of these questions in the show notes. If you want to play along, let us know your favorites of the year. Happy 2022, everybody. See you in 2023. All right. Bye.